Hi, I'm Mitra. Hi, I'm Aisha. And welcome to the Beyond Engineering Podcast, where we have fun discussions on our experiences, adulting journey, and thoughts on life. Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode where Mitra and I are going to cover regarding our student exchange programs. So those keen to know how Mitra and I got to be very close, then listen closely because today you'll be getting your answers. Yep. So today we will be talking about our experience studying for a semester in the US. So um, if anybody wants to know how to start, whom to ask, this episode is for you. Right, let's get into it. Mitra, what are exchange programs and what are the different types? Okay, so student exchange program is when a student from a local university goes abroad to a partner university. So the exchange program provides students to study in a different environment. So student exchange is also a way to challenge students to develop a global perspective. So there are different types of student exchange program. There's the one that we went where we studied for a semester. So it was like, what, five months program? So we study, we take tests, quiz, sit for final exams, we get a grade. Uh, There's another type of program where it is two weeks, which is cultural exchange. You know, you go to South Korea, Japan, Thailand, you learn about the culture of the country, understand and try to internalize it for yourself. There is a third type of program, which is two weeks as well, where they will take short courses in a university and do some presentation can be anything, either engineering knowledge or business knowledge, depends on the program. And lastly, it's the exchange program, which is the Isaac program, where you would volunteer for teaching, you know. Okay, let's detour for a moment. Aisha, you took part in the Isaac exchange program. Share with us how that program works. Yeah, so during, I think, my first four months break. In transition from our first year to our second year, I applied for Isaac Exchange. It's a non-governmental and non-profit organization. And as quoted by them, it's entirely run by youth for youth. So a lot of unis have this club. So you can talk with your home Isaac club how to arrange for this program, because at least that's what I did. And there are three programs to choose from. There's teaching, volunteering, and internship. So it can range from like two months all the way up to like 18 months, depending on the program. So I decided to volunteer at a small town in Italy called Santa Marinella for roughly two months. So it's a cultural and English teaching sort of volunteerism. So that's what I went for, the Isaac volunteering program. And my program comes with free accommodation. So I stayed with a host family and like even though meals, according to them, were not supposed to be covered. But, you know, when you stay with a host family, they kind of provide all the meals because you're staying with them. And so I just had to pay for the flight and additional pocket money. So it was a very memorable trip. And I would certainly do it again if I had the opportunity. So if you guys want to try it out, you guys can definitely check out their website. Again, there are three different types of programs. Um, you know, there's the volunteering, the internship. And for example, if you want to do your internship, I think as long as your university, you know, accepts that program, you can. That's my understanding regarding it. Um, Otherwise, if you just want to do it over the course of your holiday, then that's also a different way for you to go abroad. So yeah, browse their website, see the different types of programs and check out the types of coverage that they have. 
Yep. Of course, we are currently in the pandemic, so there might have been different requirements or changes. Exactly. So make sure every time just check the website. Yeah, Aisha actually went to two exchange programs. She had more fun than me. So in this episode, we will mainly focus on the student exchange we both did at the US. Mm -hmm. So as Mitra has mentioned, our exchange were in the States, specifically Lehigh University in Pennsylvania. So it's a private university in a small town, Bethlehem. And we went with another two of our friends. Shout out to Prakash and Hazizam. You guys better be listening this episode. Don't worry, we will torture them later. Um, yeah. Okay, anyway, we went in a group of four. The only Malaysians from UTP to Lehigh. The town that we lived in is called Bethlehem. So it's a very small town. It covers all the bases. You know, if you need food, there is. You need what grocery, there is. Place, you need a pharmacy mm-hmm. to get medicine, there is. I remember like there's a halal shop where we always get pizza. Mm, that was so good. I miss that. Yeah. yeah. And we also hang out there most of our time, especially on Fridays, I think, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. The university is very huge, like really huge, the university campus. The chemical engineering department is literally on a hill or mountain. Yeah, mountain, mountain, uh, mountain, right? Mountain top, right? Uh. Yeah. So it's, yeah, mountain. top campus. I love the university. Uh, we experienced winter, a little bit of spring and then summer. I was very excited for winter, you know, because I've never seen snow in my whole life. Yeah. You know, watching snow, playing with the snow was so fun. And then, you know, eating hot Maggie in the cold weather, perfect. Absolutely perfect. You're making me feel like, oh God, I want to cry. Because like, <laughs> I totally miss all of that. It brings back so much like joyful memories, bittersweet memories. And no, I'm mm-hmm. serious. So yeah, the exchange was held during our four months break. So in this case, it was January 2018 to May 2018. So back in 2017, so from our first year all the way to our uh, third year, I mean, technically, mm-hmm. all yeah, all the way to our third year, the university's study structure was like um, one semester was technically four months. And you would study for two semesters and then you would get one semester off as a four months break. And that would repeat itself all the way up to third year. And after third year is where you do internship, where you get no four months break and you instantly go into your final year. Mm-hmm. So before the exchange program, we need to select which universities we want to go to or which country we want to study. Is there a particular reason that you chose the US or Lehigh University? I guess for me, I just sort of wanted to try something new and experience to, you know, live in someplace new, a place that I've never been, a place that I've never lived. And um, that was sort of why I chose the States and not to mention like the influence of family members and friends and obviously um, another influence is of course pop culture, you know, TV, movies and things like that. Uh, I would say that why I chose Lehigh was just because among the list of universities, we had to sort of arrange our classes to make sure that it fit our curriculum back in UTP. And Lehigh was the university that was able to fulfill those requirements. So yeah. Okay, so that was your reason. Um, Mine was I always wanted to study in a university either in the UK or the US. I think that was my dream all along, but um, didn't get a scholarship. Um, so when I know the university offered a student exchange to the US, I really wanted to grab the opportunity and, you know, at least have one semester experience studying in the States. But it actually didn't matter, you know, whether it was in the US or in the UK. 
Like if the university had programs to Australia or New Zealand, I would have taken it. But at that time, they only offered to the States, Turkey and Poland. So I wanted US. I think they also offered to Austria, but I wasn't interested. Yeah. Why Lehigh? was because at that time, as you mentioned, you know, it was the only university that offered the subjects that we wanted to take. So for some context, uh, if you were to do this one semester exchange program, you'll need to see if the partner university offers the same subject as your current university. Exactly. So that way, it will be easier to transfer subject credit. You need to take, what, minimum 10 credit hours, right? Exactly. To transfer uh, subject credit. So I originally wanted West Virginia University. But in 2017, when we were choosing the universities, um, West Virginia wasn't opening a slot for UTP. So we had to search for other universities. So yeah, it's actually based on the university allocation, you know, if they want to accept student for exchange program that year. And that particular year, I came across Lehigh. So yeah, that's my reason. And also, like if you recall, another reason was, uh, yeah, again, we wanted to look at the subjects that were offered. We had a, a lot of issue where the subjects that we had to take that particular semester wasn't offered for the spring semester in general in the States. A lot of them were offered in the fall semesters, you know, the technical subjects we needed to take, but we managed to like find the subjects needed offered by Lehigh. So that's how we ended up going to Lehigh. Now I want to move on to funding. So I went there personally funded, so I don't really have anything to share, but Mitra has a lot to share since she went there funded by the university. Um, okay, all right. So the university has a foundation where they will provide partial sponsorship for the program. So you would have to attend an interview where a representative from the foundation will interview you and see if you're eligible for the sponsorship. So after the interview, they will shortlist the participants and you will be offered the sponsorship. It is a different process from what you experience. For you, you just have to have a discussion with the coordinator and you got your slot. Whereas for those who are applying for the sponsorship, you would need to uh, go through two interviews, Yeah, I guess. The entire program, my parents funded half while the university funded half of the program. So the funding was for the accommodation, the meals, flight ticket, visa insurance. Yeah, um, that's about it. I know you went for like one interview with the coordinator, right? Can you at least share about it? Yeah, so for me, it was a separate interview and he asked about where I wanted to go, why and how I will fund it. But I would say that the primary concern is just that they didn't want me to go over budget or underestimate the budget, you know, things like that. Yeah, Um. what else? Um. So I think that is how we both funded our trip and we kind of got our slot to get as well, yeah. So once we got the money part settled, we started making our preparation uh, from visa, flights, you know, booking accommodation. And the next thing we knew, we flew in, had orientation, and then started class. But um, you came in one week later, right? Huh, yeah, yeah, so I missed the orientation. and It was okay. It was good. <laughs> it was good, yeah. But I missed out, like, traveling, you know, the three of you guys as a friend, you know, family sending you off. I missed that. I had to go by myself. In my case, I had to go through an additional screening by the embassy. That was why I went late. The additional screening would take up to six weeks. But at the time I was informed on this, we only had like four weeks till our flight to New York. I arranged with Jen, which is our Lehigh Exchange Coordinator, for me to arrive later. Uh, So I asked if I could come in in like week two Mm -hmm. of, you know, the entire semester. But she only allowed a one week delayed arrival. So I changed my flight ticket so that I would be at Lehigh according to the deadline that was set for me by Miss Jen. 
And, you know, I was panicking. I had my luggage all ready in case I was informed of my approval the last minute. I could just zip up and go. But, you know, by the time you guys flew, I it was immensely sad. And I sort of gave up on hope. I was like, okay, it's not my opportunity. I won't get to go. And then I think about three days before my deadline that Miss Jen set, which meant it's two days before my flight, I finally got the email of approval. And yeah, dear God, I was so happy and grateful to God. And I cannot tell you the emotions I was feeling at the point. I actually wanted to surprise you. I still remember when I got the email, I wanted to casually just be like, oh, I'm not going. And then perhaps if I had any questions, I could deal with Prakash, who's our junior, but also is taking the same program. And I was thinking maybe I could deal with him. And then just like, you know, the morning, the next morning after I arrive in Lehigh, I could just be like, Prakash could help like call you out of your house. And well, you'll be like, Aisha, but I was like, no, it's a bad move because there were just so many things that I needed help on regarding, you know, our class structure and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So actually, I realized like at one point you started asking questions, you know, like arrival, you know, how to get the bus to the university. And I was like, OK, this girl is asking a lot of questions. I think her visa is being approved already. Yeah. So I just entertained her. Then, yeah, but trust me on the day. On the original day that we were supposed, all of us supposed to fly together, yeah. I was so sad, you know. I told my mom, like, oh my god, I'm so sad that Aisha cannot come along because I have to delay with the visa. And my mom was like, you know, now mind, ask her to try to contact the embassy and see how it goes. Yeah, and then once you contacted the embassy, everything worked well. But yeah. Anyway, I think what you did miss like one first week of the semester, which is not bad because the first week of semester was just me going to classes, you know, finding out which class that is suitable, which is not. No, but if you so, recall, the first week is sort of where everything happened. So you had the orientation, but also, you know, like the club week. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I totally missed out on that. Like, I thought they would do it again. Like in UTP, I think they would do it like at least twice, Uh, you know, but I think that one, they did it in the first week and it's like done, like done and dusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The club thing they did it in week one. It's okay. You came in week two. We had so many other funds in week two, the semester. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Speaking of semester, the semester system actually works differently than the one we had in UTP. You know, you want to explain how the semester works? Yep. Okay. So it was a 14-week academic semester with a spring break in between. And I think they didn't have a proper study week, if I can recall correctly. It was like something over the weekend. It was like the classes ended on like a Friday. And I think Monday was already the beginning of the final exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no study week compared in UTP where you would have study week. It was just that straight into exams. But I think we didn't felt that much of pressure because our exam wasn't in the first week. I think it was like third week or fourth week. Third week, then it's only our exams. Yeah. And another thing that I realized in Malaysia, there are so many holidays. We literally get holidays all the time. But in the US, there were no holidays at all except for spring break. But I remember like classes were cancelled because there was snowstorm. Mm. Oh my god, that was so fun. Waking up 7am, you know, I showered and get ready, want to go to class. And I opened my email, was like, okay, school is cancelled because there's a snowstorm. But that was fun. Yeah, so that was also something very different. I think when we are living in Malaysia, I don't think I realize how much of a holiday we had until we were in the yeah, US. Yeah. I feel I felt like when I was there, I was like, oh wow, turns out Malaysia has a lot of public holidays. Like I said, there weren't much there. So anyway, going into like the quiz test assignments, those were also different actually from the ones held at UTP. The major difference I felt 
was, you know, how they were conducted. The final exam there felt like a regular test. So we could bring in our bags. And I distinctly remember, I swear, I am not making this up, that I distinctly remember a guy having a sandwich in the lecture hall during our exam. Like, I think he was done. I think he was done, but he didn't hand in his paper yet. So he he sort of just leaned back took out a sandwich from his bag again because your bag is right beside you the entire time and he started just munching on it and also they didn't really stress on exams as much as here you know but the workload however was more but that was in line with their grading system anyways because i think final exams only made up to about 20 percent of our final grade yeah 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 20 percent only the grading system is actually very high you know i think an a is a what 93 or 90 yeah. right 80 is a b below 60 is a fail Getting an A is hard, but it was achievable, you know, because finals don't carry that much of percentage. It was your group work, your quizzes, your assignment. Those are the things that the main percentage covers. Final exams in Lehigh. It was so chill. We brought our bag. It was so chill. I do remember that going into the hall, there was no unnecessary like checking or these strict regulations. Yeah, for context in UTP, if you're going to sit for final exam, they will check your pockets. You cannot bring in a pencil case. You only have to bring in what? You have to hold all your like pens or whatever in your one hand. Even need to have what? An exam slip, yeah, right? Yeah, you have to print out an exam slip. Yeah, where else? Like in Lehigh, it was so chill. It was like another day, another test. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's how like, you know, I shall remember someone having sandwich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think we even like was spaced out that much or so. Probably like just one seat. Perhaps, yeah. It was more of a trust system. Like, they trust that you won't cheat. Yeah. I don't think... People cheated as well, mm. right? Everyone's like just focused. I think I so. Think I don't so. know. I mean, we don't know. I we don't, don't know. But we, we don't yeah. know. We don't know. Yeah. I personally think, in terms of differences, like you mentioned, you know, quizzes and tests. Uh, the other difference that I realize is actually the study experience, particularly in Lehigh and UTP. Yeah. The class experience was extremely different for me because in Lehigh, the lecturers wanted to make sure that you understand the lesson. The understanding comes first, then only tests and exams. When I first entered the environmental engineering class, the lecturer did not talk much about tests, quiz, or finals, you know, they don't care. But rather, the lecturer went straight into teaching and laid the basics for the class. She talked about the boring stuff, but the boring stuff were very important because it was fun to learn. You know, you need to understand the basics, then only you talk about other things. Throughout the whole semester, the learning experience was fun, you know, and I enjoyed the class in general. Like, there are moments that I'm stressed about, okay? For example, we had group projects or quizzes, but those are like general stress. Those things are normal, you know? Whereas in Malaysia, particularly in UTP, right? Mm -hmm. I felt the classes were very stressful and exam-oriented. So usually in first class, the lecturer will inform you the dates of the test, the quiz, the group project. It's okay, right? It's fine. It's just that it was very stressful. It's very exam-oriented. Okay, you must do A, B, C, 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Straight away. The lecturers, I mean, would teach you right away what will come out in the exam. So I'm not sure if that was the intention, but I felt that's the vibe that I got from the classes yeah. in general. So yeah, in UTP, I dread going to classes because it was not fun at all. But in Lehigh, I was so excited wanting to go and learn in general because the class was fun. 
what how what's your feeling about those classes you know is there any differences or similarity perhaps yeah i mean i felt that the main distinction was the mood or the setting of the class so i don't know if you felt this but to me i felt like in lehigh the main goal you know when you go to class is to learn is to study and your classmates aren't necessarily your friends uh whereas in utp you know your classmates they're your friends you know and they are the people that you sort of hung out with after class but that may not be the case in Lehigh. And um, again, I cannot speak for all the universities in the States or all the universities in Malaysia. This is, you know, specifically just a personal comparison between my experience in Lehigh and my experience in UTP. So I felt that, you know, in Lehigh, their socializing was more, you know, during parties or, you know, through clubs, their frats, sororities, things like that. Whereas, you know, in UTP, we don't have those. So I think classes are where we also mm-hmm. make friends. It's true. All our friends at the States were not our classmates at all. You know, it was friends that we met at events. It's not a bad thing. It's just that perhaps that's how... It's different. Yeah, that's the system in the States, yeah. Another difference that I actually noticed is that the lecturer and peer feedback system, it works very differently in Lehigh and in UTP. So um, in Lehigh, the lecturer feedback system is independent, which means the lecturer does not know what the student thinks about them until the grades are given out. So you sit for final exam, your grades come out. On the day you, you receive your grades, that is when your lecturer will also receive their evaluation, you know. So students can genuinely rate their professors, you know. While in Malaysia, the lecturer feedback system is done via paper during the earlier years of study. And I think it only changed to online feedback system what during our final year, 2019 December and 2020. So when we had the paper system thing, I did not like it because the lecturer can know about the feedback right away and it's not really anonymous. But I think it's really good that they finally changed the system. So I think that was the lecturer feedback system. Um, for the mm. peer feedback system, they took it very seriously in Lehigh, you know. After our management class, we had to give feedback towards each group member and everyone gave feedback to me. But I did not give feedback to anyone at all. You know why? Because I had the mentality that I shouldn't give feedback because it would hurt their feelings. And um, in UTP, when we have this peer feedback system, we don't give true feedback towards our peers because we are afraid of hurting their feelings. But the truth is, if we don't give them feedback, how is someone going to improve themselves? So it's definitely a flaw system. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I want to now move on to group work, actually. Okay, so before I proceed, I just really need to emphasize that what we're sharing is simply our experience. (laughs) And this varies from one person to another. It doesn't at all reflect the entire student population here or there. Now, (laughs) from what I experienced, maybe because I was an international student or I don't know, but I honestly had such a hard time with group projects there. And the thing is, I love group projects. I know a lot of people, I don't know, online or, you know, it's famous for students to not enjoy group work, but I do enjoy group work. Mm -hmm. I just really do. And there were times where I just thought there were times, most of the times I just didn't get you know, the teamwork that I wanted. So twice I was assigned to a group of people that I didn't know. And yeah, both times I didn't get the teamwork that I needed. So this is, of course, different to Mitra's experience. And again, varies according to people, not the student population of a certain university. So for our engineering economics, we had uh, two group assignments. And the rule was that you can't work with the same people twice. 
So since the first round, I grouped up with, you know, with you, with me, uh, with Prakash, with Zam. So for the second round, I was assigned to two students who to this day, I do not even know who they are or how they look like. Okay, what I try, what I mean is that I just didn't meet them at all throughout the entire class. And even as I was sitting through class, I remember like just talking with Prakash, who do you think my teammate is? Like, it's that bad. And yeah, I contacted them through email, prepared an online Google document to work with together. And I, and I already started working on it while it was left sort of blank. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but I received no response until the last night of the submission. And I was stressed out because I didn't know what I did was right or wrong. Because I was the only one online on that Google Doc that I created. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly, someone CC'd me in an email. It was like a scent of the final copy of our reports with all our names on it. And it was completed. I was like, what? I remember being so upset because I felt like I wasn't given a chance to participate. But they didn't rule out my name or anything. So it's not like they, oh, they did the work. But they're like, oh, I shouldn't do the work. Let's cross out her name. That wasn't the case. You know, I just felt disappointed because I wanted to experience teamwork there. But I wasn't able to. Now, the other one was for our management class, and it's pretty much the same case. Um, We only met up once because it was essential for us to create a meeting with, I think it was a librarian or something. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, we just worked on an online document Mm -hmm. and we had no practice presentation. And yeah, I really tried initiating, but nobody really cooperated. So again, disappointing because I really wanted to experience a good group project in Lehigh, but I wasn't given the chance to. Um, so I actually know you felt this way and uh, you were sad and everything and I think the reason why you felt it this way like you're disappointed is because you really wanted to yeah. participate in a group project you are generally not a lazy person and you wanted to do your best so I know there are people out there will be happy you know when they find out oh I don't need to do anything and like so what like I save my time right it's just that you generally have a high work ethic yeah. So I think that is why you were generally disappointed when you were not able to participate in the group project. Um, for the management one, I know you were frustrated with the subject every time you complain about it. But the funny part is you guys did so well in the presentation. <laughs> I don't understand what you complained and what was presented on the day was total opposite. So you guys, you complain, oh, they're not cooperative, you're not doing well. But then when I see your presentation, it was absolutely Aww. beautiful, flawless. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, it worked out eventually. So yeah. I even had a picture with them. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, It's okay. You know, I mean, different experience of group work. You know, I had positive experience in group work. All my group mates were cooperative. I had fun learning. Uh, it was a good experience like in general. I felt that in my management group, everyone had extremely high work ethic. And for the first time, I felt that I was not contributing enough. I think maybe because in UTP, I contributed a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Lehigh, everyone was contributing as equal as me. I felt that, oh my God, this is the level of group project. Okay, so I think I did mention about hostel, like accommodation, right? I would say that is a huge difference from UTP and Lehigh. You know, share about yours. I'm always fascinated with the kitchen story where you told me you can cook for 100 people, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, what, soup kitchen sort of uh-huh. kitchen? It's like huge and there were a lot of counters. And I don't know, it was practically empty. Like, nobody uses it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for accommodation, okay, I mean, sorry, UTP, but Lehigh, hands down, has much 
much better accommodation. And I think I remember my place, Upper Sense. I think that's what they called it. It was for freshmen. And I think it was probably the least preferred dorm setting among the students in Lehigh. And yet I was so happy with it. Like they had different types of settings, resident halls, suites and apartment styled housing, fraternities, sorority styled housing, and also themed housing. So as part of our criteria for the exchange, we had to choose a themed housing. So themed housings are where there's a certain community living there and that community has a common interest towards a specific theme. So I stayed in like a STEM themed housing. Because I was like, oh, I'm engineering. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to stay with my engineering fellows. But I think, Mitra, you got to stay in like music. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually creative arts. Creative housing. Art. Yeah. So Aisha stayed in a dorm setting. Yeah. I stayed in a how, uh, apartment setting. Uh, I yeah, guess. It's yeah, like it's a, a house. Housing. Uh, house. Yeah. It's a house. So mine was like in Farrington Square. I think so. Yeah. So in my house, the school band leaves that. So you know how foreign universities or universities in the States, they have like school band, marching band. Mm -hmm. So the marching band actually lives in my house. Mm -hmm. All right. So the whole band lives there in the same house, which is so cool. But it gets lonely when all of them leave to band practice, you know. Yeah. It's like you're the only one in the house and everyone's like band practice. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sure. I have the whole house for myself. We lived in different places, and but you always visit my place to cook, yeah. to eat, or to hang out because it was much more closer to our classrooms, and right? And homey, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, you even made friends with my housemates, you know, Wendy, Larry, my roommate, and Jay as well. Oh, yeah, I remember Wendy, Jay. They were so nice, Larry. Actually, this leads to another difference between our unis, I feel. So I can't mm -hmm. speak for all other universities, but in regards to my experience, the friends I made in UTP were mostly classmates. I feel like at least 70% of the friends that I have in UTP are classmates and the 30% are the ones that I met through like clubs, events, and etc. And, uh, you know, like in regards to what I mentioned just now regarding the seriousness in the classroom settings, I felt like friendship was built more among either clubs, sororities, you know, frats, parties rather than the classroom. And yeah, I find this very interesting because like going back to how I said about the group work, if you recall, the fact that I asked for a group picture with my teammates, like no, nobody else did that. Like I was the only yes, one. Yes, that, it was a very foreign concept. It then. was so weird taking group pictures with your group mates. Like I wanted it as memories. And like, to be fair, like if we were in UTP, I felt like after every single presentation, people would take a picture to like post on their social media, but it is not what happens in Lehigh and I felt it also very interesting because I don't think I've actually hung out with any other classmates beside you and Kath but even so that's because like you know for Kath we met her in orientation I mean you met her in orientation and yeah. I sort of just like went on from there and it was quite difficult to make friends in class because everybody wasn't really engaging with one another and they came in the beginning of class and then they left the minute class was over so yeah I mean yeah that's true you know most of our friends we made were events Orientation. Orientation definitely, you know, because all the exchange students come together. Yeah. That's where we met what? Eva, Darren, Kev. Um, that's how we made friends with other international students from other countries. Um, what else? We also went to campus events, right? And made friends yeah. with people. Like there was this event called Lehigh After Dark where events are organized on Thursdays and we would go and have fun with other students there. I think that's where we met 
talented twins Jamal and Jamir, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was so fun, yeah. I just want to add on that the events that we had there is way more fun than the ones that mm-hmm. I experienced in yeah. UTP. I remember we going to Wingo Bingo. Yeah. Literally what? Eating wings while playing bingo. And then, you know, we won shirts, uh, sweats. What else? They had like cultural night. Quiz night. Quiz nights as well. Mm-hmm. We even went for what? A basketball game. Yeah. And then game night. Oh, the one game night where we played what? Katan. Yeah. No, I mystery. remember that till now. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious that night. It, but it was fun. And um, yeah, so I would say we made friends from these events. Now that I think about it, right, I think the like main issue I feel universities here and there or something that we are really lacking is I think just like the finance, you know, like a- anything there, if we enter a club or event, I don't recall paying any for anything. And it's just like we go there for free. Yeah, that's true. There's always something free, whether it's free pizza, free fries, free wings, free shirts, free bottles. Like there's just always something free. Like I felt like when I came back from Lehigh, going back to Malaysia, I had like five additional clothes, like Lehigh attire that I just got for free. Then, like, I remember any activities, whether there was that one night where there was, like, a fair set up or something that was, like, there were games. We didn't really have to pay anything, I feel. You know, even all those game nights, the Wingo Bingo, like, imagine we're playing bingo, you know, and we're given a free stuff. Even for all of that, there weren't any things that we had to pay for. So I feel like that's very different in yeah. comparison to in comparison at UTP. I feel that a lot of the activities that we want to do, we always... There's always like a very small fee, but still, nevertheless, a fee. So on top of that, our exchange coordinator, Miss Jen, arranged some nice activities too, right? In you know, in line with our exchange program. So yeah, um, yeah. you guys had orientation, something that I missed out. We had, I think, trips to Bethlehem as well. Oh, sorry, trips to Allentown. Um, we also had trip to what? Penn State, right? To the yeah, city. Penn State, yeah. to the city. Um, we had coffee, you know, ice skating sessions. Oh, okay, do you want to know something that I regret? Well, what? I, it was so stupid. So Okay, this is such a dumb story. I did not know there was an ice skating rink there. You yeah, know, uh-huh. when we went there during the last month of our exchange. And when I came back, I was so frustrated with myself because I felt like if I knew there was an ice skating rink there, I would sign up for an ice skating class. It didn't matter to me that I would only get four months of lessons uh-huh. it didn't matter I still wanted it and I was so frustrated that I didn't know there was an ice rink even I didn't know mm-hmm. and then when we went <sighs> so for the first time I think it was like with the Japanese students right they came yeah. for an exchange so Miss Jen wanted us to spend some time with them and that is when we went for ice skating yeah yeah it was fun yeah fun times um enough about that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what did you look forward you know when you were in the US can you guess I think holidays, holidays, right? <laughs> Definitely trips. Yeah, when I say about trips, I think the um, the only one relevant here is our spring break because again, um, they don't have a lot of holidays, so mm-hmm. it was our spring break, and of course, we had to make use of our weekends in Lehigh. Yeah, um, I also look forward actually so badly because you know it's my first time in the states. Um, I was very excited for the experience, and um, I really wanted to travel. So yeah, I was very looking forward to it. Yeah, spring break. Uh, we flew to the West Coast, mm-hmm. right? And we visited LA, San Francisco, and we spent about four days, I think, in LA and three days in San Francisco, I think, if I recall correct- yeah, yeah. correctly. Yeah. And dear God, to this day, it is one of the best trips I've ever had with anyone 
ever. I am not exaggerating. And it was filled, you know, with activities. We went to Hollywood, got to see the Walk of Fame, went to Disneyland, Universal Studios. We took the Warner Brothers studio tour. And yes, we got to see the setup for Friends, Gilmore Girls, Big Bang Theory, and so many other shows, films. And it was amazing seeing, you know, behind the scenes or like the setup mm -hmm. for those stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, next was San Francisco. And over there, it was mostly sightseeing. And I've been asked a couple of times, like, what is the best city or the best place I've visited? And I always answer um, San Francisco, especially... Where was that? The Sea Lions, the Pier 39? Pier 39, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that place. It's beautiful and it's exactly like how I imagined American movies. <laughs> like, you know, the setting of American uh -huh. movies to be like, that's exactly how San Francisco is and it's just so great. I mean, LA was great because that's where movies were made. So you get to see like iconic places like, oh my God, I saw this in the movie. Oh my God, I saw that in that movie. Yeah, it was cool. San Francisco was more like a chilled environment. Um, exactly. But it was good. Yeah. I think on weekends, right, we went to New York because New York was like a two-hour bus ride from our university. So both of us went to New York multiple times. We went twice in spring and once during winter. So the one in winter, we went with Hazizam, Prakash and Kaf as well. I think both were two major different experiences. It was really cold during winter. Like winter was like one degree Celsius or it can be zero degrees Celsius. That is how cold it is back in New York and back in um, Lehigh. And the first time when we were in New York, we went sightseeing, went to the park, museum or Broadway, thanks to you, okay, because mm -hmm. you're a fan of a Broadway. I am a fan of the original Gossip Girl and the whole premise of Gossip Girl was based in New York. So getting to visit their places was so fun. I just remember like, I just told like, guys, I want to go here. Like, this is the Gossip Girl place. And you guys were like, okay, let's go. It was a fun sightseeing place. Yeah. Oh, you want to share about Broadway? Because the only reason I went and watched a Broadway was because of you. Okay, so Broadway. Now, to those out there um, who don't know me, I am such a musical theater geek. Like, if you open my Spotify playlist, I guarantee like 70% of the songs that I sing daily are just songs from a musical, whether it's Hamilton or Dear Evan Hansen, those sort of things. And it all started because I grew up like attending theater classes for about three years. And my first ever show was Wicked, where Idina Menzel played. So yeah, I've been to Broadway before, but because I bought the tickets one night earlier, I wasn't able to choose the show I wanted, but it was still like, a great experience. I think it was Matilda that I watched for the first time in Broadway. Was Idina Menzel the one who, who sang in Frozen? Ah? Yeah, she's Elsa in Frozen. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. Idina Menzel, ring a bell. Okay, all right, yeah. continue, continue. At uh, that time, she was having a tour and she came, uh, she was having a Wicked tour because she was the one that originally played Alphaba, which is the Green Witch in Wicked. Uh -huh. And so she was having a tour to the UK and at UK, it's not Broadway, it's West End. Mm -hmm. So the night that my theater coach bought the tickets were the night where Idina Menzel was having her tour. So that was my first show ever mm -hmm. on musical theater. So yeah, anyway, um, this time, 
since we were able to plan properly um, at that point in time I was obsessed with Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen which is the one I mentioned just now but also Anastasia just because it's one of my favorite animated movie as a kid Mm -hmm. so obviously the first two for those who know uh, were sold out so you know we went for Anastasia and it was still surreal because I was able to meet the cast and I've been listening to their songs and their videos ever since you know we were in Malaysia so seeing them acting and Mm -hmm. being able to take pictures with them I cried I remember crying that was funny (laughs) you cried literally when you oh my god I was like oh my god it was like such a fangirl it was so humiliating yeah 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 I know Broadway was very magical you know I was so in awe it's like oh my god this is so cool like why I've never been to a musical in my country or anywhere you know like I was so grateful that you brought us to the experience more like you made us come for the experience but it was absolutely worth it no I didn't force it you guys were like so happy to like uh, join in yeah you were like oh my god we need to see the Broadway I think it was kind of like a rush thing like it was a random day suddenly we were like okay we need to go watch Broadway this Friday and something like that and um, but it worked out well so I was happy Got to meet the actor and actresses from the Broadway. Took pictures with them. So yeah, it was a fun and very cold night since we went in the winter. I remember another thing. You also went to United Nations, which was very cool. Like explain it again like to the listeners, you know. How do you manage to go to the United Nations? All right. So apparently we're having a quick jump from something fun to something educational. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just remembered. So yeah. uh, the program at the United Nations were was in New York. So it's in the United Nations headquarters. And it's regarding the sixth sustainable development goal which is regarding clean water and sanitation. So the panels were all engineering students. So they technically just presented proposals on engineered materials for water treatment. And our professor, actually from our environmental class, was one of the moderators, Professor Jellison. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a fun experience. I went with Kath and Wendy. How do you feel, you know, when you first went into the UN building? You know, because most of the times we see UN stuff like on TV, you know, rarely we get a chance to visit and we only have, what, conversations about it. So how do you feel? Okay, so the building, it was actually pretty much empty. So like, um, it was huge. It was pretty. There was a gift shop. There was an open cafe. Then there were just like doors that led to different um, conference halls. Yeah. So we didn't really go into the major one where, you know, the big halls where you see on TV and internet, Uh but it was still great. The whole exchange experience was still amazing. It was um, a fun five months and probably the best semester among my entire undergraduate life. Like this is not an exaggeration. It really was. And I don't regret going there at all, despite, you know, the ups and downs, bittersweet memories. And I'm so happy that it was with the four of you. I wouldn't have asked for a better companion. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> Thanks. I know, I'm just so sweet. I'm like giving compliments after compliments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, What else? I definitely share the same sentiment as you, you know, throughout my life. I would say that the five months were the happiest day of my life. I was really happy and I don't think I've ever reached that level of happiness right now, you know. It was so fun, you know, no drama, no school problem. It was just us enjoying our study life and, you know, having fun. And I even gained weight, like what, five kilos to six kilos because I wasn't stressed about losing weight. You know, because back in uni in Malaysia, you know, you have to lose weight. If you don't eat these, don't do that, you have to exercise and stuff like that, which is actually yeah. is a good thing, not a bad thing. But uh, at Lehigh, you know, I was just enjoying the food, you know, enjoying the company. Like, nobody said anything about my body. So, it was great, you know. I was so 
in the moment that I completely neglect other stuff. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. what is your takeaway like from the program? The the friendship built out of it. I'm very oh. happy to say that the four of us still keep in touch. You know, but mostly Yumi and Prakash because we are all taking the same major. We're all chemical engineers. But, you know, other than that, the friends we made globally, you know, it's very interesting to see our friends, Wendy, Kath, updating their social media. And when I was in Italy, I still keep in touch with both my Italian foster family and then the friends, the friends, I mean the friend, the one friend <laughs> that I made there. So yeah, how about you? Yeah. I, I agree, you know, the friends that I made there, I keep in touch till today. Not only the Lehigh friends, international friends as well. We met during the orientation. It's fun now that when you see their Instagram stories, you know, you look at them thriving and, you know, being happy. It makes you genuinely happy as well. So, I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I would say other than that, I would say it also taught a different style of education mm-hmm. and also like maturity and social poise. And I feel like I've become more adaptable to foreign environment and understanding the array of different cultural and community perspectives. So I feel like if I'm being thrown into a different working environment it's not something that i'm scared of anymore i'm just uh-huh. gonna be like i can do this yeah i mean i mean yeah that's that's right you know different environment definitely makes us becoming much tougher and much better yeah my takeaway from the whole program would be is that not to be afraid to give feedback to others i tried to implement that back in university where i gave feedback and um it didn't backfire it was great actually you know So, in finally, I give genuine feedback. That means I rate someone based on their performance or their actions in the group. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, it was fine, okay? I'm not beating yeah. or anything, yeah. So, at least this was a success for me, yeah. I think being independent is definitely another thing, yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. I know I'm very independent in general. You know, I went to boarding school, you know, university. You are. Nothing different. But going to a whole new country with only four friends... And, you know, you don't live together. We all live in separate places. I think that's the next level of being independent, which was hard. Yeah. But yep, we survived, so it was good. Yeah. So we're reaching the end of our podcast already. Aisha, any advice to the listeners? If you have the opportunity for this program, go for it. So get some updates from your school's mobility center or coordinator. And whether the exchange varies from like, you know, two weeks to several months, just go for it. And I don't think I have ever met someone who regretted their journey of learning something new, especially at a foreign country. Nice. I would also like to add on, you know, when you're in a new environment, don't be afraid to try new things. I went ice skating for the first time. Scary, but you know, I did it. I remember falling down multiple times, but I still survived. Yeah. Um, you went to UN for the first time. I think you wouldn't have gotten that opportunity if it was back in Malaysia, right? Never, yeah. And um, to grow, you definitely need to be outside of your comfort bubble. I think once you're uncomfortable, that is when you will start pushing yourself to be better or else there won't be a reason for you to grow. Exactly. I know I definitely learned a lot. And man, the experience and stories are something that will never, never get old to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Like you say, no matter how many times I've gone through the story, I feel like crying. 
<laughs> it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times, not fun times. Okay, so that is a wrap for this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed the fun stories and I hope that we shared some informative discussions, I would say, regarding exchange and inspire you guys to apply for a mobility program. Once, you know, this pandemic gets better and you have an opportunity to go for the program, take it and trust me, you will have the time of your life. And that's all from us. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please do follow us and click the notification bell to get notified on new episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do leave us a review. If not, we have included a link on the show notes where you can still leave a review. If you have any thoughts on this episode that you would like to share, or any topics you would like for us to discuss about, send us a message either on Instagram or Twitter at Beyond Engineering Pod. Or email us at beyondengineeringpod at gmail.com with your thoughts and ideas. We can't wait to hear from you soon.